All right. Sound the sirens. We'll just say this is episode one. Episode one, Sound the Sirens. This is Michael. What up? Iowa State alumni. Thomas. I used to be a manager at Iowa State, which we're going to talk about Iowa State basketball. Yep. Our first semester, start of the Steve Prom era, George Ding, senior year. And then you uh, quit. I did quit. Which game did you quit? (laughs) I quit. I was a manager for one exhibition game. And then I was still a manager during the Colorado game that they played in South Dakota. Oh, yeah. I I know you quit that early. And then I got a meeting the next day and quit. Before the Chicago State game? Before the Chicago State game. I cut the film for the Chicago State game. Shout out to the rest of the managers. They were all awesome. But I am now in medical school and almost done. But every day. So it's all good. Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about the rise and fall of Iowa State basketball today, which we have a lot to cover. A lot to cover. I got to college in 2013, arguably like right in the middle of the rise of the Fred Hoiberg era. I've seen some of the best games in Iowa State history in the student section. It was, it's very sad to, to think about the lines we used to have then. And now, I mean, obviously with COVID, you can't have fans or anything, but... I think that's saving how bad, how sad it would be. Yeah, I th- I mean, if we had fans, there would be 8,000 people to start the game by halftime, half of them There'd be, be gone. No, no students. Yeah. No stu- I mean, even my senior year, the line there wasn't lines to get in the building. Yeah. Monte Morris was a senior. Arguably the second best point guard in Iowa State history, which... We kind of got spoiled. Yeah, but... It's just Hilton was like an incredible place. Like Fran Fraschel always talked it up, but I back then it was like legitimately one of Top the five. toughest places to play. And like the fans would be loud enough to will us if we weren't shooting well or if we weren't playing well. Like if the fans like picked up the team, I feel like we could will them to have like a 10 0 run and then we would be back in it. Like, yeah, that's the one. That's my like biggest criticism of Steve, like right out the bat. He really didn't know how to use Hilton. Like the reason why Fred knew how to use it so well because he played in it. Yeah. Like he literally built Hilton Magic, and like I feel like Steve never understood that. Like we would getting on a run, and then he calls a timeout if we make a basket. Like that's usually like because the crowd gets so loud, then they yeah. call timeout. Like I feel like right. he, that's just a waste of timeout. Yeah. Well, I mean, during his first year, like there was. A, an article about how like that was different. So like, I don't know if it was just like, this is my thing. So I'm yeah. just going to do it at times. It just felt like, okay, we're, we need a timeout. I'm just going to wait until we score. But sometimes like it would be after a really big shot. And then like, that could have potentially been the turning point. Yeah. I don't I never get it. Still don't get it. Yeah. And I mean, if you look back at the games, there's just sometimes where it's just took the, took the air out of the building. And yeah, like the, First game that comes to mind was the Iowa game. I feel like we should have absolutely obliterated him. When we but lost to Monte senior year? No, uh, George's first the senior year where we mm. came back. and I mean, oh, was, was, that the, was that the Utah 27-point yeah, first half? Like 28 points the yeah. first half, and then we willed our way back. And yeah, we're down like 20, I think. We we're t- ranked fourth. And then ranked we, fourth. And then we, yeah, after we won, we... Storm the court, which I was really mad about. I wasn't ranked. 
No. It was, uh, yeah. And then two weeks later, or nine days later, we lose you and I as we're ranked fourth. You know. I don't remember the last time we beat you and I. Yeah, basketball. Yeah. Maybe when we were in middle school? I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, didn't we win with... Royce, Jam- Royce lost to Jamil's him? first game was, I think, against oh. you and I. I think we beat him. I think you're right. Yeah. Because Jamil set out the first semester. Yeah. And then, yeah. Of Fred's last year. And then, then we... I'll just keep going on here. We lost to Baylor at home. We gave up 94 points. This is Georgia's senior year? Yeah, we gave up 94 points. That's the first time Baylor ever beat Iowa State and Hilton was that day. Ever? Yeah. We gave, just looking at this now, we gave up 90, we lost 89 to 94 to Baylor. And then the next Tuesday, we lost to Texas 91 to 94. So two games in a row giving up 94 points. But we also scored 91, which is like I mean, crazy now looking back at look it. Look at that roster. Like yeah. they were the it was the best offensive team we may ever have. And I mean, you just look back like Scott Drew couldn't beat us. Yeah. He was like it was like a thing that he couldn't win as Iowa State. And like he like loved us. Like Scott Drew was like a big Iowa State fan. Like if yeah. Scott Drew like had the weekend off, he would probably come to Hilton and watch a game. Oh boy. <laughs> There's Tinsley. All right. A special appearance. This is the best point guard in Iowa State history. Yeah. All right. Um Yeah, then uh I don't really remember this year that much. Like it's been so long. Yeah, well I mean, so I, I got to see the beginning of it. Obviously, a big transition. George's class, all all was recruited by Fred. Loved Fred. Had some amazing, amazing seasons. And to well, say it was rocky to start is probably an understatement. Um, we almost lost to Tulane in a scrimmage. Yeah. George had hit a last second three to win. That was the pony haired guy that played for Texas, transferred yeah. Texas. Yeah. That's transferred. Can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, his number, like a bigger guy with a t- tattoo. Yeah, they're big for Texas. White guys that can shoot threes. I think he had like seven threes against us one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was just kind of up and down. Obviously, different coaching styles. When you're used to something and just have been so successful, it's pretty tough to want and to change. And I just remember this year that we took forever to run through offense with George. We tried to run it through Monte. Yeah, well, I mean, Steve, the reason he got the job was he had two NBA point guards in Murray State, so he just was able to rely on a really talented point guard. So it was just kind of, he's like, oh, I'm just going to Iowa State. They've got a great point guard, but. Yeah, like just looking at the hire now, like all the players wanted TJ. And uh, yeah, it was just, I mean, then TJ was on the staff. For one year. So. Yeah, was, I mean, obviously hindsight's 2020. Steve had some, some good moments, but I think it's really shown the last two years that, I mean, we we made a mistake. We hired the wrong guy, and I mean, it's hard to knock Jamie for anything for what he's done for Iowa State. But I think this of, is also assuming that Steve gets fired this year. I think the writing's on the wall, but I don't know. You never know with COVID. It I could mean, be like the the great cop out and give him one more year with a good recruit coming in, which I disagree with. A I don't lot. think our fan base wants him back. Like. The season ticket sales next year would go down so much. 
and uh, we need juice. Like Hilton is the reason why we are, have gotten anything in a program. Yeah. Giant made it about the fans, and yeah, it, it's so telling when we lose games. We the fans just no one cares. I mean, yeah. no one. I I would consider ourselves some of the bigger Iowa State fans I've ever met, and. I actively try to not watch games, which is the first time it's ever happened in my life. Maybe that shows that I'm not the biggest fan. I don't know. But, like, it's just we are painful to watch. To watch. We're terrible on defense, and we're awful And we can't offense. score. Like, at least with Fred, like, we knew we sucked at defense, but we just kind of owned it. We're like, okay, we'll just outscore you. But, yeah. like, we don't have a thing, and it's – I feel like identity-less basketball teams are never good. We've haven't had an identity for the last three years. But like the difference between this year and Lindell's Jeff Beverly's year was that we had the future. Like Cam went off that year. Lindell was good, and like we just and we like, had Shaq coming the next year. It's Shaq sitting out, which we knew he was good because we played against him in the tournament, and we had that was the hope. And then we got and then we had, we had tail, and tail and Tyrese coming in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we didn't think Tyrese was going to be that good. And, like, Tyrese, first couple of weeks, they're like, uh, someone said that he was going to be playing in the NBA. He could have left that year. Right. And been in the first round. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, it wasn't like we fell right away. Like, we did pretty well with Steve's first two years with Fred's recruits. And then it was just, okay, what's he going to do with his guys? He got a five-star recruit in Lindell, a really good power forward in Cam, Cam Lard. And then with Shayok coming in, like arguably probably the second best transfer we've ever had. That could be a conversation for another time, but like we had the pieces to like continue to build the program. And then we have fallen in two years. It's just his highs are really high. Like Lindell, Lindell was mismanaged. Potentially hard to coach. We don't really know. Yeah, we didn't. Just looking at his body language, like, he never, like, I don't know, he just, something fell off. Like, that, if Steve doesn't come, like, if the Big 12 tournament, if we don't win that, I think Steve's already gone. Yeah. Because, like, he lost the team. We were fighting. Remember that West Virginia game? We were fighting amongst each other. And it was, like, that's when the first time was, like, what is going on? And With then, all that talent. Yeah, it's just, I think Steve entered a program he didn't fully understand and really was in, in over his head a little bit. I mean, he was a relatively new coach, had really good success at Murray State with really good talent in a conference where if you have one talented player, you can be really good. So, I mean... He's had, bad, he's had some bad luck. But he's also had some really good luck. So, I, I, yeah. I don't... I think that's... His luck has been neutral. And I think he's just not... As far as X's and O's, he's just not that good of a coach. I think he's a good recruiter. But he... We get outcoached... And we've lost because of coaching Better. more than not. Yeah. Whenever it's a close game, we are not, we don't have any confidence that he's going to draw something up. Right. And I, he hasn't done it ever. Never. Yeah. And we, coming from Fred, who was potentially not the best game planner, but it, coming out of halftime, I just remember vividly like the first five minutes, we always had kind of an edge because Fred would watch and then he would figure out. Yeah. He'd see something and then he would take advantage of it the next in the second half. And Steve has a game plan and then we just kind of do that until it either works or doesn't. And unfortunately, the last few years it just it hasn't worked. So I think 
And it's it's it, too bad. Just but. looking back on it, like if if uh, Shayok doesn't make those shots against Kansas State, yeah, we he's already fired. Yeah, because like last year, because if you look at the end of that year, we were imploding. We lost yeah. the last three games of Big Twelve play with one of the most talented teams we've had. Like I think that team talent wise was as good as probably the George teams. Yeah. Like if those like if I like looking at Iowa, just like make a comparison, like how their players aren't good enough to go to the NBA, so they stay. If like Talon and Tyrese and Cam and Lindell would be all in this year, this year's team. Yeah, it'd be seniors. Yeah. We would we'd probably be the most talented team in the Big Twelve. Right. Yeah. So it's again, turnover happens in every program. It's just the recruits that he gets that aren't gems are horrible. Yeah, I think that's probably understating it. When he misses on a recruit, he misses bad. I mean, you look just, at just that think, first recruiting class was Jacoby Long, Terrence Lewis. Yeah. Just like looking at the... Daryl Bowie and Merle Holden. Yeah. yeah Daryl Bowie was okay. No, Merle his first Holden recruiting was really class bad. was uh, Jeff Beverly, Hans Bruce, Lindell. No. Monte Senior Year was his first recruiting class. No, George is senior year, and then the next year. Was Monte's senior year, which was Daryl Bowie, Merrill Holden. Oh, okay. And Jacoby Long and Terrence Lewis. Yeah. Then Nick Babb was eligible, which was Fred's last transfer. Who's the last recruit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I got, I guess that brings up a really good point as far as mismanaging rosters. Like Jacoby, like, not to bash him, I mean, I'm going to, but like. <laughs> <laughs> when I watched him shoot this first shot, his first day camp, like his first game. Yeah, I'm like, is that guy to walk on? Four star recruit. He was the second from Mr. Basketball behind uh, Malik, Monk, Malik Monk, who plays for the Hornets. Like, it didn't make any sense. I'm like, what the hell? Well, that's what I just think where it comes where like the difference between a coach that is either really experienced within the game of basketball or played basketball can kind of yeah, notice see. those things. Like, yeah. I mean, you can look at coaches that are not, they were not the best basketball coaches, but studied the game enough where they could see it. Roy Williams, Bill Self, Coach K, like those guys weren't the best players. Fred was a really good player, played yeah. a long time in the NBA and was in the front office. Like he was, yeah. he was surrounded by the best coaches all the time, but he also was able to notice talent when he could see it and notice when not to. So like yeah. Fred, if you look at his first couple of recruiting classes, just hit home run after home run. And he only missed like five recruits, I'd say. Yeah. And some would argue that at the end, he kind of left us in a tough spot, but it's, he left us seven NBA players. Yeah. But that what his last class was rough. Um, but I mean, if you argue if Clayton Custer stays, yeah, had a pretty decent career team, loyal. Let, so let team, let his, the final four. So yeah, that's like a, that's a low key thing that bad luck for Perm. If, if Clayton one, stays, if Clayton stays. Yeah. The like, transition from Monte would have been, because, like, when we've struggled, I mean, we've struggled a lot, but we don't have a point guard. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, last year, I mean, last year's team was bad. Yes. But Tyrese, we, we almost beat Michigan that year. Yeah. We we had a lottery pick just holding us up. And yeah. But as soon as he went, we lost seven Big 12 games in a row. We've, we've, yeah, we've, today, we've I think we've lost 16 in a row. Two years, sixteen, it's, and uh, but yeah, Lindell's year we 
We were 13 and 18, nine and seven at home. But we had some good wins that year too. We didn't win a we didn't win a road game. We yeah we had some good wins. We beat Iowa. Jeff Beverly and Hans Berry's starting lineup beat Iowa by eight. Yeah, Tyler Cook, rough. Yikes! That's we beat Baylor at home by ten. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we, like that team. Like I thought that team. Like we complained a, a ton about Jeff Beverly, a ton about Hans Brace. It was like a running joke. Yeah, but like compared to the last two years, that they, team was that team would kick the crap out of our team this yeah. year. They beat Texas number eight Texas Tech seventy to fifty two. Yeah, I, that, I think that just shows that that like that was the year where like we have talent, we just don't have the, all the pieces yet. The last two years. Aside from Tyrese, we have no pieces. Yeah. That's where Talon and Tyrese was supposed to be there. But but I mean But that's an excuse. It's an excuse. And like, like you could ex- had Fred could have the excuse, oh can't overturn transfers every year. Like we had Corey Lucius and Will Clyburn. And then and followed up with, with DeAndre Kane. DeAndre Kane and yeah. Matt Thomas, Monte Morris. Yeah. Yeah. It's the game of basketball there's turnover. And again, we, we're not here to bash the players. Like, yeah, it's not their fault. Not, it's not their fault. Like, we're just not putting ourselves in places where we can win. We're not putting the players. Even I would even argue that even when we have the players, we just don't put them in positions that give us the best chance to win. And I guess that's the main kind of theme behind why we think a change is needed. Because I guess my biggest probably my biggest beef with the whole Promera is Lindell sophomore year. He gets hurt, forces him to start Tyrese. Yep. Tyrese kills it. Tyrese is great. That's awesome. But even when Tyrese was starting, Nick Babb was point guard. Yeah. Nick Babb's not a and point Nick guard. Babb was a solid college basketball player. He's playing overseas in yeah, he's Germany. A I know Nick. He's a great guy. Like he could have been a way better though. That's what I'm saying. Like, so Nick, is, Nick probably hadn't played point guard since middle school. Yeah. That's the thing about Prom. He just puts point guard. I don't know if it's, it's a recruiting thing, and but we had Tyrese that year. Right. So Tyrese playing is, the NBA. is the sixth man for the Kings playing he point guard. Has the second best odds to win the rookie of the year. Yeah. I, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, if you, my argument is Lindell should have started. Lindell Tyree should have been the backcourt. Nick coming off the bench. I think that would have been the optimum. But even you keep Nick Babb in for continuity or whatever he said that year, it makes no sense that Tyree wasn't playing point guard the whole year. And Cam Lard was on the bench too. That behind, was a, like behind behind Mike Jacobson. Yeah. Who again was he was a good, he was a solid a player. solid yeah. But like, but wait, Cam was the mo- probably the highest ceiling. Probably the like the highest ceiling of a. Big man. Big man like Craig Brackens, Royce White, Cam Lard since Kelvin Cato, probably. Yeah, that's Jared, in that Jared order, Holman. Probably. No, but I, he's probably more talented than Jared. Yeah, Jared, more talented. He had a double double against like uh Obama. Obama and twenty one and like seventeen. Yeah. The year where we with Jeff Beverly where we were terrible. And then yeah, like Lindell got did Lindell refresh my memory, did Lindell get Hurt the first game. First game. And then we played Missouri, and then that's when Tyree started. And then Lindell did. He, he was out for like a month or two. Came Lindell back came, around Christmas. Yeah. But then he came off the bench the I think he came year. back the Drake game, I think, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but then that, that whole year, it was just 
If Lindell was on, he would play. If he wasn't playing perfect, he would come out and wouldn't play that much. I think he played like 20-some minutes a game. Cam Lard played 12 minutes a game that like, year. Like Cam Lard and Lindell would come in for Nick and then Mike Jacobson. That's like... But it wasn't like a... and But it wasn't like he came in and then he would just kind of see who played the best. It was just like... Mm-hmm. They had their minutes restricted. Unless they were absolutely going off, he would they would play longer. Yeah. If they weren't, they would just play their twenty to twelve minutes a game. And that team was good. Really good. That team didn't win a tournament game. That the team should have won the conference easy. Like the conference yeah, that and year. That, that was your Kansas was down. Kansas yeah. sucked that year. Yeah. In in relative to Kansas terms. We beat them by seventeen at home when they were in fifth. Yeah. It's yeah, it really bad. There's very a ton of infuriating, a ton of infuriating yeah, parts I rem- of. I remember uh, we beat. I can't remember the, the the Lindell year. We beat Oklahoma, and then we came back, and we lost to TCU. That was the game where I'm like, okay, things are turning bad, because Bain and like all those people went off. They shot. Yeah. They went. Yeah, they went off. It was, they gave up. 92 to 83. They gave 92 to TCU. We gave up 56 points in the second half against TCU. 56 points in the second half? Yeah. They were Arguably with the best defensive roster we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, like Shayak. Shayak coached under Coach Bennett from Virginia, who like yeah. lets up 40 points a game. Nick Babb was a good... Re- Nick Babb was a great defender. Talon was a good defender at times when he wanted to. Cam could Tyrese block shots. was a great defender. Cam was the best low post presence defensively we've had since Jamil. Yeah. And before then... Since Cato, yeah, yeah, or yeah, advisor, like, like the whole like prom was like we're gonna play defense. That was the year to do it, and yeah. we still didn't. And I think that that was the turning point where things went south. But the thing about that team was they're so random. Like after that, the we had a week off, and Talon would go off like thirty against K State. Yeah, six four seventy eight to sixty four, and K State was good that year. K, K, I think K State went to the elite, elite eight, eight that yeah, year. Yeah. yeah, almost went to the final four. And then we like come, Dean Wade, and then we come back and then lose to Baylor. Who I don't think Baylor was that good this year. We, give up. we lost it at TCU, and then we lost three in a row. To, Which like we thought the wheels were coming off. We thought we were going to be like an eight or nine seed. Yeah, and then and Texas. then we win the Big Twelve tournament, get up to a six seed, play an Ohio State team that had one big guy. We scored like what fifty nine points. Yeah, I was there. I was. was uh, re- yeah, you drove to Tulsa. Yeah, it was really bad. Tulsa, no, wouldn't go there again. Not great? Not great. It was, I mean, it was like 70, but it was just a bad, I didn't want to get, uh, yeah, we, that, 15, I mean, we scored we, 59 points. Yeah, with Talon, rotation, with the best team in the NBA. Tyrese, Talon was one, one of the best rookies in the NBA. Talon had two points, Tyrese had four. Shaq, the second best transfer we've ever had. Did we just Cam put, Lard, like... People are, I feel like Cam is pretty polarizing within the Iowa State world. Like, but he was good. So talented. Like, the Iowa State purists, like, they can see, like, he was maybe a head case. He maybe had some attitude issues. We don't really know what went behind the scenes. But, like, you cannot argue he always played hard. Yeah. And he always, like, he produced. And he was, like, about the Hilton Magic. He would, yeah, like, he would pump up the crowd. Yeah. He was stomping around. He'd get teased for stomping too loud. Like, but, like, he, every time he'd dunk, he'd slap the backboard. Yeah, it was yeah. sweet. Like, yeah. that's what, like, that's what like the energy, juiced us. Yeah, like, the energy we haven't had any since like yeah, two, like, since then. That was like the year. Okay, like we had a down year after an unbelievable couple of years. 
like, okay, like we, it's not just like one down here. Wasn't like the death sentence. It was like, okay, like we have a chance we to get back this. where we go. We yeah. can, and the thing is like, I feel like Iowa state fans get a bad rap for like having unreasonable expectations. Like, I don't think so. I think we're a pretty realistic fan base. And like Fred showed us what was possible. Fred never won a big 12 title in the regular season. No, but he showed like Fred would make teams that could win, legitimately beat anyone in the country Yeah, at any given night. Yeah. Consistently, they never found it. But there was not a game where you went into it. You're like, oh, we're going to get rolled today. Yeah. Even like, the Kentucky game with Anthony Davis. We yeah. were down four in the yeah. second half. Because Royce went, went off. We shot like four. Two for, for 25 from three that yeah. day. And we only lost by like 18. Yeah. It was the closest game Kansas, Kentucky had that entire tournament. Yeah, Kentucky was arguably one of the best teams ever too. Yeah, I mean, Anthony Davis is one of the top six player in the NBA. And they had like five other NBA players. Yeah. And we had Scotty Christofferson and Chris Allen exchanging point guard duties. Yeah, and Royce White. That was... That's yeah, like, like so. That's we, a, that's what I'm saying. Like we're not unreasonable, but like no, like we're legitimately the only other than Iowa wrestling. We're the only team that could win a national championship. Iowa State basketball. That's what I think. In, in like Division One, like the big sports. Iowa State basketball is the only. I don't think Iowa can. Oh, and in uh, in the Iowa universities, then just um, just Iowa universities, yeah. we can win a championship. I mean, I, in basketball, you could argue that Iowa could this year, but but they can't guard I mean, a soul. But like. This year, this year's down. Like anyone could win it this year. I know, like, but just saying, like in history, you're saying. That I mean, Iowa. There's lucky that Wees Camp was an Iowa fan. Bohanna was an Iowa fan. The McCaffreys are the sons of like. Yeah. Th- that saved Fran's job. Yeah, he was only he was like on his way out. Yeah, and then Garza. Garza's a good college player. Yeah, he was. He like developed just like George did. I mean, George's. I mean, eh. I think. I'd say George is way better as a freshman than Garza. Yeah, was. you look back at some games, George is a freshman. Good. But I was watching that. So we watched the Kansas game, the missed block or missed charge call from Elijah Johnson. And there's one play where George pick and pick and pop to the uh, left elbow, hits yeah. a three in Jeff Willie's face. He's talking and he's crap. talking shit the entire way down. He's yeah. like, Are you going to guard me? Yeah. That's... And Jeff Willie started laughing. I was like, George was 18 years old. Yeah. And Kansas had just played in the national title game that year. Yeah. This, that's what we're missing. Like, George's first start was at Kansas, and he got teed up, like, the first, like, three minutes because he was talking crap. See, like, he's a, I love that shit. Yeah. Like, and that's why, I mean, George is a, is a legend, will go down as, like, a top four Iowa State player ever right. just because of his personality and just how good he was. Yeah, top two. And, like, people forget he was high school teammate of Nerlens Noel. Yeah, and, like Fran said that, like, 20 times. Like, little known fact. Yeah. George played with Nerlens Noel. It turns out that George is having a better NBA career than Nerlens is. Yeah, Nerlens has been a flop. Yeah. It's just Which, crazy. I mean, Nerlens could jump, just, and that was it. Just crazy. Oh, yeah. I remember, like, there was, like, a film of, like, their high school, and then, like, they're in a table, and George is, like, how, like, he, he should shave his. He was going to shave the college in his head. Yeah, he's like, you can put a cyclone back there. And I was like, I was like, Wishing that he'd somehow come to Iowa State, but yeah. But also thinking, like I know, like we make fun of like them making those comments, but can you imagine playing George in Nerlens Noel in high school? Yeah, and then we and Wayne Selden was on that team too. Yeah, but that starting lineup, like yeah, it's insane. Or like me match up with George, you guard <laughs> Wayne Selden, and Brian's guarding Nerlens. <laughs> <laughs> Nerlens Noel. 
Ryan Larson, a former offensive guard for the Iowa State Cyclones. So, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's sad. I. It's just. It's honestly just sad. It is sad, but it's also like, it's just time. Like it can't get worse than this. It can't get worse. There's no signs that it's going to get better with the current regime. And Iowa State fans are like very quick to like get excited about stuff. I mean, look at like. Yeah, we went look from, at look, look at us during the Paul Rhodes era. Every single year, we're like, "This is the year we're gonna make a bowl game." Like we've got talent. Alan Lazard is a sophomore. Then we win like two games. Yeah, that's like that's funny you say that. When we lost you and I, Campbell's first game, I, I literally said to everyone, "I'm like, I am done. I'm done being an Iowa State fan. I put so much energy and thought into this. I'm done." And like I didn't really watch any of the games the rest of the year. You watched those last three games. Yeah, we beat Texas Tech. 66 to 10. Yeah. And like, then I was like, okay. And then I moved to Arizona. And then we. You missed a big year. We should have lost. We should have beat Iowa that year when Jake Park, Jacob Park and Hakeem Butler and then Alan Lazard. We like that game. I don't even remember that game. Yeah. We were wearing oh, the, that jerseys. was the David Montgomery game. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you. Overtime. Yeah. That was a game. Who was their, their running back, Wadley? Yeah. Wadley yeah, like had a screen that, that went for like yeah. 70 yards. Yeah. Our heart. We've had some heartbreaking losses to Iowa and Campbell. Yeah, which is, which I kind of like. I think Campbell like. Yeah, I think gets his fire from like that stuff. Definitely, this year is where we uh, might step on their throat. Hopefully, I hope so. I hope so. But the and point it, is, like, anyways, like the point is changing, as simple as changing coaches. Iowa State fans will be pumped again, even yeah. though the roster probably won't look that much different. Hopefully, Tyrese Hunter still comes. But if you just get a guy with X and O's that. I'm sorry, just plays an exciting brand of basketball. Yeah. Just shoot threes. And, and I think this year also shows how much the bad coaching of Prom was like buried because of Hilton Magic. Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't I mean, know. What it would get, you know what I'm saying? You get a couple you get a couple shots, the crowd gets going, then it that's when we get stops. Yeah. It's like when the crowd is loud. But then Steve calls a timeout. Like, oh okay, all right, well, well, all right. We didn't okay. need to do that, Steve. Yeah. George but, is going for thirty, but all right, <laughs> Mark Norman. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a good we, point. We change like, coaches. We hire anyone. Like we went from. We will get behind them. We're like, okay, like, yeah, we're not going to expect you to do well the first year or even the second year. But like, as long as we show progress, like we're going to get pumped, and then yeah. Hilton Magic will be back again. Especially it's the winter. Iowans just going to Iowa State. Games. We just need something. Yeah. Literally, I mean, you look at the first game during the Rhodes era. You and I game always sold out. Yeah, and then we'd lose. We won 10 games during my four years at Iowa State. Yeah. And then but every the, year we're like, yes. Like, I had buddies who were like, we're going to win nine games this year. We're like, we okay. have the same players as last year. Yeah, but like, our Paul, offensive Paul Rhodes, line, you, like, Paul Rhodes, you could say what you want about him, but like at the very end, he did gift Campbell. Yes. Hakeem Butler. Al Huge Lazard, pieces to start the program. Joel Lanning. Paul, I, I have no ill will for Paul Rhodes. I think Paul Rhodes was a great coach for Iowa State at the time. He it's like, a, yeah, he got Jack Trice like excitement there. Like people showed up. Like we <laughs> had we so, had some huge wins. Like he had so much bad luck too. Yeah, I'd argue I mean, he had more bad luck than Prome did. He that Kansas State game was abysmal. I mean, bad luck slash bad coaching. Yeah, the Texas game with Jeremiah George's fumble return. Yep. Um. Yeah. There's so many. But I'm just like, as your point, like, we, like, it takes like 13 months. We went from Deontay Garrett's, like, 
against oh, Colorado, I remember we went there, like there was barely any people there. Like Deontay senior Remember that? And then, oh, and then uh Calvin Godfrey went off? Yeah. Yeah. Where he got teed like, up. Yeah, we're yeah. like, but then that like, awesome. Twelve months later, it was sold out Royce White Baylor game. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't take that much. Especially basketball. Like basketball yeah. can be turned around fast. Like you just need one or two players and then some guys that play hard and a crowd. But I guess my my ultimate point is Fred doubled down on our crowd. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna play a way that gets the crowd in it, and then they're gonna they're gonna be a part of it, and that's gonna play a big point, a big part in us winning games. And it was. Yeah. And that's never been a focus for Steve. And I think that's his, that's his downfall. I and it's too bad. Like it's I, a it's a plethora of things. And like ever since TJ left the staff, you can tell. It's just you can tell. The recruit it's which that's a I guess how, I mean, okay. I, if you're Jamie Pollard and TJ, he's literally got an Iowa State Craig Brackens. He got us Matt Thomas. Matt Thomas. He got us Deontay Garrett. Deontay Garrett. He got us Scotty. I think he got us Scotty Robertson. Deontay Gruden. Jamil McKay. Like the Wisconsin roots. And he got a uh, Mike Taylor back in the day. He's gotten so many Iowa State greats. And like, how do you not hire him? Yeah, I just. How do you not hire it's him? It's just the. I, I get. They rest Fred, hit a home run, never coach, never head coach. Fred was never a coach. I guess they were scared to do it twice in a row, and I I don't think we would be having this conversation if TJ was the coach. Yeah. And I really I don't think he's gonna come here. No, I don't know. And I wouldn't blame him. I mean, if you pick I don't know. a guy over That'd be interesting. Get, after proving to be a very vital part in the success we had as a basketball program to kind of like look away and then ask them to be an assistant on that staff. I wouldn't be surprised if there's ill will there. I don't know if there is TJ. I know T, I've met TJ. He's also a, a great guy. So hopefully he can look past it. And but his wife is an Iowa state. Great. Yep, and the women's that's team. also, so you want to rather ways kids in Vegas or yeah, Ames, Iowa. Yeah. Well, she's from Australia. So it's It'll be, it'll be interesting. I've, I feel like we'll definitely have to be back here talking about who should be the coach Yeah, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, well, I mean, I hope. Because like, my official analysis is you got to, first call has got to be Fred. It's probably going to be no, but you've got to make the call. No, we need, first call, donors, hey, we need to pay to get Fred. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. The first call is Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell needs to call Fred. Like, okay, Fred. Yeah. Hey. Me and you are going to be the face of Iowa State. Forever. <laughs> For 20 years. Literally, there will not... That would be probably a top five like big du- sports head duo. coaching duo. Yeah. Name another one that's even close. I don't know. You can't really... I mean, Bill Oklahoma, Snyder and... Long Kruger and Lincoln Riley, I'd say. That's really good. <laughs> that's really good. That's really good. Yeah. Long Kruger's a great coach. Yeah. We just are uh, Bill Snyder and um, who's their coach now? I mean, they're one. In but I mean, he's had Bill. Uh, What's his name? Weber. Yeah, Bruce Coach Weber. Weber. Bruce Weber. Bruce Weber. That's a that was a pretty good duo. Yeah, but, I mean, um, I I would take Fred Matt Campbell over that. So I just I don't know. Fred's got a five star crew coming in next year, but they're bad. They've won they're like really two Big too. Ten games. I don't know. I don't really get the logic. It'd be hard. I don't know. What would be the selling point? Be like, you can come back here and start from square one. <laughs> square <laughs> well, one. 
But I, I guess the argument is like he's essentially at square one now. We have a four star coming in next year. Just convince him to stay. Yeah. And the message hits way home. Like Nebraska magic isn't a thing. No, it's Those not. Magic would come back pretty damn quick if Fred Hoiberg's walking out of that tunnel. I don't know. I just, I just wish. Again, I like wish it a, lined up better than it's this. It's a hack thing. It's not. I don't think it's gonna happen. Gonna happen. It just. But it's okay. I, I think. And then I guess the next call is TJ. Which convince him to bring Caleb Grill back I, with him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Who grew up an Iowa State fan? Yeah. Um, Transfers from Iowa State. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Transfers from Iowa State, and we, you know. Yeah. So, you and then after are, that, I, after that, I have no idea who the calls are. You know, you know things are bad when your own fans, the player in your roster, transfer. <laughs> there's, there's pictures of like Caleb Grill like balling up as like a four year old in Iowa State jersey, and he's like, uh. Could you imagine doing that? Would be so sad. Like imagine that's essentially like us going to Iowa State and then transferring. Yeah, that's really bad. Really bad. And the question is, who? I don't know if we need to say it. Like, who do you want to come back? I don't. I don't want to like bash college kids. I guess you're right. But Solomon Young, I just hope he gets a really nice job next year and has a great life and has a ton of kids and hopefully are better basketball players than him. He has two big Big Twelve championship yeah rings. Like he's been a a average to below average role player. That has played key parts in some really good teams. For for some reason, is we're running through <laughs> we're running our offense room now. Yeah, we just put him at the high post, and sometimes he turns around and, and shoots it, and 18, it goes in. Yeah, an eighteen footer. He just and then other times hook. he shoots a hook shot, and it doesn't hit anything, and then he claps and then runs very slowly back. But we're not going to bash college kids. I mean, he's almost twenty four. Yeah. yeah, so but I don't know. It's kind of hard not to, but. It's kind of hard to talk about the players when it's probably not, it's not their fault. Right. And yeah, I feel bad for them. I mean, like, especially with like, there's no crowd and you're just getting your butts kicked every, every day. Game. And like their effort has been pretty way good. better than it should be, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. So it yeah, does I, kind of wane there, but like you, it's human nature. Like, yeah, exactly. The conference mean, is they're, loaded. They're young year. kids. And like when you're losing, <laughs> every it game. sucks. No crowd. You have to like be in a bubble. You can't do anything. Yeah. No, it's it's a tough year. I don't feel envy for them. And I'm sure that has something to do with why we're not going to win a single game. We probably would have won one or two. We might. I don't think that's justification for bringing Steve back. There's no justification. Like, we should have been fired. If we had like the money to it, he would have yeah. been already fired this year. Yeah. But like, I don't know. But we'll see. I. It's a bummer that like my excitement for college basketball as a whole rides a lot on how good Iowa State is. Even when we were bad, like just having. Little glimpses of excitement that maybe it's hopeful for next year. Even the Greg McDermott era was still fun to watch, kind of. Yeah. We had like Wesley Johnson, we had Craig Brackens, we had Scott like Keontae Garrett. Those experiences that first weekend of March Madness when we're playing in it. Yeah, it's so awesome. And, like, so awesome. The Big Twelve tournament. Like the Kansas City venue, like it's just an unreal, like unreal experience. It's it's sad that we're here, but I I don't think it's impossible to get back. Like you said, like Fred did it really quickly. I think the right guy can do it again, but we'll see. I think we I think ninety seven percent of the fan base is kind of in agreement so that Steve needs to go, and I don't yeah, think they think necessarily hate him. Ninety nine percent, like everyone say. says, he's probably a good guy, but that's not a justification for keeping a guy as a head coach. So I'm excited to see kind of where we go. Again, between now and next basketball season, we have football, 
So yeah, we have the best football team by a mile coming in next year. Yeah. So as soon as basketball season's over, we're gonna forget about basketball until January. Yeah. So, or until okay. until after we like play in the New Year's Six game again, maybe. Again, we've we've touched on a lot of topics that will be touched on later in the podcast. Again, we are as big as Iowa State fans as you can get, yeah. and we're we get obsessive as you can tell. Yeah, it's it's fun. We just want to bring something that kind of shows what Iowa State fans are like, and yeah. just how how obsessed we can get. Like we referenced uh, bits of games that happened eight years ago. Yeah, and yeah. we talk about them about every week. So I we're just it was like literally our childhood, like. And we got, like, what Fred brought us to, I thought was not possible growing up. No. Like, I thought we were just, like, we, I would, like, play on the Nerf hoop. In the basement. When I was younger. And I'd t- watch, like, the Big 12 title, like, highlights from when Tinsley was there over and over and over again. Which, like, it didn't seem real. And that yeah. happened during our life. Like, why couldn't I have been at that a- our age, yeah. like, back then? Yeah. But, like, that Michigan State loss probably hurts a lot. More. That would have hurt so bad. Especially and because we were probably the best team in the country that year. Yeah, we played Florida like as a twelve seed in the final four. Beat by twenty and that that yeah right. So I, I'm <laughs> to be I'm thankful I was only four because. But Tinsley though, never lost in Hilton. Never lost to Kansas. Yeah. Two regular season Big Twelve championships. Yeah, if you're a young Iowa State fan, just search him on YouTube. It's hard to kind of find highlights like full highlights of his Iowa State time, but like he was so he good. was. I will stand by he is better than Monte Morris, and Monte Morris is absolutely incredible. But it's I think cl- if, if I think if I think Monte Morris is playing Jamal Tinsley, I think Jamal Tinsley wins. Every it's time. closer than I ever thought it'd be. I thought, but it, it's still Tinsley. It's still Tinsley. Yeah. He, the thing about Tinsley and like Monte's like game, I think Tinsley aver- averaged four, four turnovers a game yeah, compared to Monte. But like, but like he, he made it work. There were times where Tinsley's like, okay, you're not going to guard me. I can literally blow by anyone, and like he's blowing by Kirk Heinrich, who's like a all NBA defensive team. Yeah, it's weird. it's uh, yeah. Well, anyways, we can talk about we we, we yeah, talk about again, that like, all the time. This is just the, literally a conversation we have about a co- every couple of days. So we're we're excited to hopefully develop some fans and yeah. want to interact with us and sounds good. Just give us some topics for what we should talk about next because again we. <laughs> If we could talk about this for literally days. Yeah. So yep. we're excited to get some more out there and we'll All right. talk to you guys soon. All right.